Dr. Larry Kripe continues his story now about the terrible accident his daughter suffered two years ago. Millicent Kripe was attending one of the parties after the Obama inauguration when she fell down three flights of stairs and sustained a serious brain injury. Dr. Kripe picks up his story in a Washington hospital. As I was sitting in the intensive care unit watching my daughter breathe, I realized time has width as well as length. The length of time was marked by the ever-changing bright red numbers of the clock at the head of her bed. The length of time varied. If I watched the monitors that displayed the spikes of the electrical activity of her heart or the peaks and valleys signaling the rise and fall of her chest too closely, then time passed slowly. If I willed myself to ignore the clock and tracings and instead watched the comings and goings outside Millicent's room, then time passed quickly. But as I was sitting with Millicent and my attention drifted away from the monitors, I discovered the width of time. As she lay there battered, her left arm motionless, her hair disheveled and crusted with blood, I experienced her as a strong-willed and joyous child she had been, as the young woman she was before her fall, anxious to return to college after working for the president's re-election campaign. Less distinctly, I was also aware of the future when, as an older woman, she would live a life different in large and small ways from the life she had planned before the fall. There is mercy in wide time. During my long drive to the hospital in Washington, D.C., I was terrified that her injuries would prevent me from recognizing Millicent, that she would be lost to me among the tubes, the monitors, and the hustle of the intensive care unit. I was afraid the present would overwhelm the past. In the length of time, the past recedes into the chaos and uncertainty of a life-threatening injury. With wide time, it remains. Perhaps I am merely offering a metaphor for the way in which I protected myself from the reality, but I don't think so, because there was also terror in wide time. It was in the width of time I fully experienced the tragedy of her fall. I could not prevent myself from imagining some new and unsettled future so different from what we assumed would be true up until the moment of Millicent's fall. I was fully aware of what we, what she might lose. Physicians, myself included, communicate a studied indifference to the passage of time. When caring for a person with a serious life-threatening condition, we physicians often advise, wait and see. We know the time to recovery varies widely, and the path to recovery is often a series of steps forward and backward. We learn to counsel patients and their loved ones to be patient, do not celebrate or despair too soon.
As I sat next to Millicent, I had to manage the present, past, and future simultaneously. The experience has led me to think differently about how to speak with people who are critically ill. I remain focused on the present in order to make sure people are fully informed, but I understand the waiting differently now. I believe in order to be truly empathic, to truly imagine what their experience is like, I need to ask about where they go in the width of time during the long hours of waiting. I also look at the photographs people bring to the hospital differently. I used to think the photographs were to inform the doctors and the nurses about who the patient was, but they are to make sure we know who the patient is, because we are the futures we imagined as well as the past we have lived. And so, wide time may be a metaphor, but it is essential to making sense of how we respond to tragedy. It is through wide time we grieve fully, honor completely the life we are trying to protect and ultimately restore. Dr. Larry Kripe is a regular contributor to Sound Medicine. He leads the palliative care program at IU Health University Hospital in Indianapolis.